Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by Betsperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Andy, I hope March Madness is going well for you. I know your bet in action tonight is a beauty. I don't know how the I don't know how the Oregon State Beavers are going to get to sixty one points, so I think you're in good shape there. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. No, and I, I'm yeah, I'm more worried about getting the live under in the UConn Baylor game. Ah, I have been live betting women's basketball. I'm not ashamed to say. Why not? There's there's not enough games on it. They shut the lights out the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not what we're here to talk about, though, today. Uh, most important question in everybody's mind, how was the Low Country Boil? Low Country Boil turned out good, man. Everything was so spicy, though. Like, <laughs> as, it turned, as it turned out, the longer something stays in, the spicier it is. Oh, yeah. Look at these shrimp. I ate a shrimp. The shrimp isn't very spicy. A shrimp boils for three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you got to let that soak longer if you want it spicy. Whereas the onions, <laughs> the onions had been in there for like forty-five minutes, and those 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 onions were fucking hot. Like the kids couldn't. Eat. The sausage is very spicy. So hey, here's a second half play. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, Oregon 30, thirty-four seventeen. Um, let's see what the line is right now. As long as we're live talking, we got a halftime here. So I'm fine going with Contrarian here. Yeah, Oregon State is plus 125 to win the second half. No. <laughs> like, they're not giving them much credit. Or Houston, Houston is favored. Even up 17, Houston is a minus one and a half point favorite. Total 69, team total nah, is in the 34-35 range. I don't mind taking, I don't mind taking uh, Oregon State there. I guess that at that price, that's that's a, that's such a discount. Oof. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where they either they either win this, you know, by staying close, just losing by about 17, 16 points, somewhere like that, or they absolutely get their shit blown out. So I don't know if I'd take the points. If you're let's gonna take, take Oregon, yeah, take, 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 take them on my line. Let's yeah, take it. plus one twenty-five. Yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna get in now. Oregon State plus one twenty-five in the book. It's a little All middle right. for me, maybe. All right, man. Uh, let's talk about some football. Football podcast in our We bones. are a football podcast. Flesh and blood football. Those are kind of, that's where we were born. We were few, forged in the fires of football. Uh, and the NFL has a lot going on right now. I don't know if you caught it, but uh, there were a couple of massive trades in the last few days. There were some huge free agent signings that we haven't commented on. And we even got an extra game. Extra week of football this year, man. Seven, Six, 16 games. extra games. 60 extra games. That's true. One per team. Uh, and then two, they each you know, team has to play another team. So 16 new games. Well, we, what was it? 256 was our previous. And so uh, we're now at 272. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, more money for everyone involved i guess including us did, did they i haven't i didn't really read into this too much are they doing a second buy is it still just no, one buy I, I haven't heard that i yeah. i didn't i i feel like i would i feel like that would have been part of the headline like week 17 semicolon second buy added but, i know that the players uh, were in that. general pissed about this no i i can't see they being happy about it 
maybe it will offer some more flexibility to the schedule to make sure that these Thursday teams are maybe playing into a bye or off a bye or maybe a Thursday, you know, a, a Thursday into a Monday, even like following into a Monday after a bye or something like that. I'm not sure if that any of that made sense, but maybe it offers a little flexibility to help some of these weird scheduling spots. Maybe it, uh, maybe they'll offer more of these back-to-backs. It was something we spoke a lot about in uh, not only during the previews, but during the entire season, some of these requested back-to-backs that these teams took, whether it was East Coast traveling West, West Coast traveling East, you know, maybe there'll be a little more of that. I think teams like that. Obviously, it kind of sucked that it was a pandemic when we first started really talking about that, and, you know, it didn't work out for everyone to get to take advantage of that. But I think taking advantage of less cross-country travel during the season by doing a double dip in New York or uh you know, your LA dipsy do, maybe that's something we can see, but I, I don't know. Like the players hate it. I don't care. I like it. One more game, one more week of games to bet on. It'll, uh, it'll make things more interesting later. I think you could have better uh, races. Yeah. You, you, you can't have no longer. Will there be an eight and eight team? hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm excited. Eight, eight and one. I, I think this is, um, this is part of a longer arc though. We're not far off from 18 games. Two buys, expanded playoff teams. playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this is uh, this is the pit stop on the way to eighteen, which is what ultimately ultimately they want to get rid of those two preseason games, and they want to have two preseason games, eighteen regular season games. They'll probably throw players a bone, give them a second buy, which they should. Quality of play would be better if we had that. Believe me. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about some free agency thoughts, though. <clears throat> should should we take a, should we screech the brakes and talk about the trade? Because well, I haven't I really wanna, gotten. I kind of okay. Okay, through, I was gonna say I haven't. I hadn't got any thoughts out on that trade, and I just feel like we need to. Well, for con, a congratulations and an apology, and we'll get to them when we get to them. Then. Okay. And you'll know which one's which. Okay. Um, I just kind of want to run through each team and just sort of yeah. evaluate, you know, scale one to ten, how they do, how they do, uh, in free agency. Uh, really, just you know, in the off season to this point, if you want to include coaching moves in there as well. Uh, that's sure. fine, but just you know, uh, kind of a sense of upgrading and downgrading, sort of like like what's the upgrade or downgrade so far, considering what's happened with these teams, is kind of this this, this the flavor of this podcast, if you will. Uh, gotcha. What do you what do you think about order? What order should we go in? Um, do you want to just pull up the reverse draft order and do that again? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Awesome. Um, um, what is it called? Tankathon. I think oh, I yeah. have it bookmarked. All right, Tankathon. Well, obviously, we know Jacksonville is your number one overall pick. Yeah, it's pretty apparent who they're taking. Do you, Mister Drew, have yeah. a strong opinion on? And we can talk about this all year. We can talk about all everything he said in the quotes on the a college coach. Not only a college coach, but a college coach who hasn't coached in a little bit, coming through and uh, taking over kind of a, a messy franchise, a team that was. You know, in an AFC title game a couple years ago, that is, it's, you know, as far as the Legion of Boom falling apart over the course of five years, like this defense fell apart twice as fast. It was so good. This, this, this roster is devoid of talent at a lot of spots. Do you think this experiment works or what, what do you got on that? I think that's the most important part of this team. Yeah, so if you kind of break down all the things that have happened, uh, obviously their draft haul is going to be awesome. They're going to get the number one overall pick. They're going to get a future franchise quarterback. That's a positive. Uh, they Their free agency was not great. 
Um, they franchise tagged Cam Robinson, probably the worst starting left tackle in football. Uh, I mean, maybe not the worst, but like definitely bottom five. Uh, and they're paying him a lot of money now next year. The Urban Meyer hiring, I am cautiously optimistic. He has yet to really be proven unable to be a CEO type figure for any kind of football franchise, right? I mean, what he did with uh, Florida was impressive. Um, What he did at Ohio State on the fly takes over for Trestle and uh, bang, Uh, you know, that that's a all of a sudden that's a uh, uh, a perennial top four. Like that was impressive. Um, His, you know, his there are aspects of his leadership that I think are waning. Um, but I don't know if it's going to matter much in the NFL. I mean, these are all professionals. These guys are all paid. You know, these are all paid athletes. So um, I would expect. So just that, like Florida and Ohio State. Yeah, so just like Florida and Ohio State. I mean, it's easy, yeah. easy setup yeah. there. Thank you. Easy, easy. Um, so I guess ultimately, I would give that hiring seven out of ten. I give it, yeah, like a B plus Six. seems fair. You yeah. got to give them the benefit of the doubt just because you can't just say, oh, Saban didn't work and Chip Kelly didn't work. And, you know, these things haven't worked. Petrino, these things haven't worked in the past. Doesn't mean he's not going to work. A generalization like that is awful rough, especially with somebody with that much success. So um, obviously, you know, getting, getting Trevor, getting a good coach in there isn't going to fix anything. It's still going to be a pretty bad team, but optimistic for the future yeah if you, i mean I, if, you, if, if trevor works out and he turns out to be a, an above average coach a couple of years down the road you're probably competing yeah i have yet to hear or see any of the other hires that have been impressive in fact they notably stepped in dog shit with one of their hires um but trent balky is the general manager Meh. Uh, you got a uh, defensive coordinator who I have no read on Daryl belt Be- bevel as the offensive coordinator has shown us some stuff over the years. Um, that was probably a decent hire. At least it's an NFL guy. Um, yeah. so I, I think, I think realistically I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that this team, that this team is going to be a fun to watch, that they're going to be a fun offense. They're going to score points. Uh, they're going to give up a lot of points too. Um, but I did bet them to win the AFC South. <laughs> I know you did. I tried to talk you out of it. I don't think it's, it's a crazy. big number. Everybody else in the FC South took a big old fat step backwards. When we get to I know, but it, 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 like their ceiling might not overlap those shitty teams' floors. Yeah, that's it's true. close. It's close. Yeah. Like the, the overlap gotta, is like a, a pube. Yeah, there's not much, but it is there. So I don't. I don't hate it. I still tried to talk you out of it. Um, They're gonna have an easy schedule. I don't know. I think really, I just did it because I know once their draft hall is evaluated, people are gonna be excited about this team. Ultimately, and they have they have weapons on offense, so it's they're gonna be able to score points. I'm not gonna back a team to win a division that's not gonna be able to score points. And I see this Jaguar squad; they're gonna score. It is an offensive league. Yeah. Um, Jets. Move on down to the Jets. Another another new head coach. Yeah, they made they have made they 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 hire Robert Sala. They sign a million free agents. Uh, It looks likely that they're going to take Zach Wilson number two overall. See that market get bet out to minus twelve fifty after one clip went viral of him at his pro day. Um, I think I think that's probably a done deal at this point. Zach Wilson is your new franchise. uh, You know steering the franchise for the jets they probably make a deal for sam Darnold on draft day somebody offers them something third fourth fifth rounder something like that they pull the trigger 
and ship Darnold. Um, what do you think of their offseason overall? What, what, what do you give them out of 10? No, I like it. And we'll get to the other New York team. I think both New York teams have done all right. And I mean, where they stood, they had to do something. But like uh, Carl Lawson, was it Carl Lawson? They got Carl Lawson. They got Corey Davis. They they retained Marcus May on the franchise tag. That was nice. Keeping keeping a good safety was good. Bringing in a receiver, super important. Corey Davis is not like a high-end receiver, but he's well above average. He can play very well, like, especially if you, you end up drafting some offensive line, getting more help on the line, and getting a quarterback that works. I'm not totally sold on the BYU kid, but again, I'm at that point in my life where I've just said – I'm not making I'm not making decisions on college quarterbacks anymore because I've never been right. <laughs> I was right about Lamar and that was it. Like I, I thought he would be like people are like, oh, he's a tight end. Like he can play. And, you doubted uh, Trubisky, didn't you? No, for sure I doubted Trubisky. Like uh, I'll give you credit for that. that too. There was only one person that was wrong on that. His name's Ryan Pace. Um, everybody <laughs> thought everybody thought that was dumb. He'd started like 30 games in college. That was really stupid. But no, I like I like what the Jets have done. I think they're going to make more moves. You alluded to that. Definitely see them kind of taking whatever they can get for Darnold. You know, you play the game like, oh, we'll keep him if we have to. But if you get, you know, a second day pick for him kudos that's good he gets it's good for everybody the jets get some capital they don't need him on the roster anymore and somebody else gets uh you know a project and he gets a fresh start so yeah i like where the jets are headed and you know maybe um woody coming was it which one is it woody was the one who was the ambassador woody johnson woody johnson back back from England was it like England? I think he was the. Why do we uh, need an UK? I think he was the ambassador to the UK. All right. That's Woody one Johnson. of our most important allies, Andy. Are you kidding me? You need a good ambassador for the UK. That's fair. Um, it's window. It, it's okay. a window dressing. Uh, I guess the Robert Sala hiring I thought was good. If like you're going to hire defense, you got to get somebody with that kind of energy. That kind of uh, you know, get team, teams are going to be excited to play for that guy. Like I can see it working. Um, I think they, the fact that they went and addressed defense and free agency was the right call. Uh, now that they can, now they can kind of zero in specifically on the draft for offense, which I think is the right call because of this, this draft feels offensive heavy to me overall. So you'll, you'll get some good players around two, around three here for the jets in the draft. Um, and you know, I think they're not really moving. Le- I think up upgrading them relative to the numbers we have last season is a no brainer. They got rid. Of, they upgraded coach substantially. Adam Gase was a absolute. Big and, yeah, fat anybody minus. was going to be and, an upgrade. Yeah, and uh, this is a huge, huge upgrade. Um, so I think uh, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic on the Jets. I'm guessing their season win total is probably going to open up in the six range, and I'm I'm going to be inclined to bet that over. Um, what? Let's go with Houston next. Yeah. Let's go with people. Let's use people in their original order. This yeah. would have been Houston's pick. I don't want to do it a deep dive on whatever the fuck Deshaun Watson is doing in his free time. Spoken like That's someone a, who is carrying guilt about conduct around masseuses. <laughs> that is no, that, that is, I mean, it is a big problem, but I mean, I actually, let's not spend any time on this. Team. Like this team is a mess. Yeah. There's really, there's really no way to decide if we like or hate this team right now, based on how the Watson saga goes. Like this team is receiving an incomplete grade from me. We have to see how this legal saga handled. Yeah. If he's traded, what happens? I mean, for the most part, I really don't know what to make of this team and we will, <clears throat> yeah, we will, we are, 
we are a podcast that believes women when they come forward, but we are also a podcast who likes to let, you know, the due process take, take its course. So yeah. whatever, you know, whatever happened, we're going to figure it out here, hopefully. And I mean, it doesn't look good. It, Do looks you want my like best he, guess? it looks like he might be a creeper. Do you want my best guess? What? I think that there is probably a pretty highly likely um, economy of famous people, athletes who hire massage therapists, and it is common to have some sexual component to it. I think it's probably likely. I don't think this, you know, th if you're listening no, to this, this podcast, this is, this is isolated. This, no, this is not isolated. And I think uh, it is also likely um, that there was someone out there who was trying to shake down Watson for a payday and he was stubborn in paying it. And uh, I think there is, I, the owners of this Texans franchise are on notice, man. I, I am, I would like to get to the bottom of this and find out there was absolutely nothing to do with like the weird connection between uh, the owner who I think is not really, um, you know, doesn't seem cr properly engaged in the franchise yeah. and has also employed uh, a pretty clear charlatan huckster to, you know, kind of be his personal life coach and manage the stuff and, and the entire kind of crumbling of the franchise in the wake of uh, Bill O'Brien's mismanagement, uh, I think is a massive problem. And I think the NFL is going to potentially need to step in at some point uh, and steer this thing in another direction, force a sale even if it gets to Donald Sterling level here. Um, but I, I would like to know if there was any connection between what, you know, that, that dissolution of this franchise and, uh, and this, um, you know, the, the seemingly the lawyer who is uh, coming up with all of the, and that's uh, the worst part. Like that, here. That's what sucks. Is like the, the lawyer turns out to be kind of like a sleazebag lawyer. So that yeah. makes it look like that makes it look like, Oh, is this just a shakedown? But I think it, and I'll give, I guess I'll give my take too. I think he probably did stuff. Of course. And, and I know, like, I know for sure he did stuff like, but I, and people said, well, why didn't any of this come to light? I think you're right. Like there was a shakedown, you know, or maybe there was some sort of uh back end deal where somebody was trying to get some sort of, uh, what do you call that? You know, a, a settlement. Yeah. And he, uh, yeah. he put, he played hardball. This one comes out and then it empowered a bunch of other women to be like, oh shit. I like I, that happened to me too. Like dude, I'm getting in on this now. The likelihood that there was kind of a head person who was sort of an agent who was sending different masseuses to athletes and famous people. And that that person was like, like, Oh yeah, you want to know who else went to here's, here's your list. Right. And then literally this, this lawyer went down and called all those people and were like, did this happen? Did this happen? And everyone who was willing to be an anonymous uh, accuser and be part of this, you know, put their hand up. And I, I think, there's probably veracity to all of their claims, uh, but I, the likelihood that it was not compensated <laughs> financially at the moment, I think, is zero. Uh, and yeah, this is a gross situation now. And uh, yeah, I, yeah, th th everything about this sucks. And it does. It's, like, I don't. I don't like sitting here talking for five minutes about no, a, no. A star quarterback nutting on a 
on a masseuse. Like that no. sucks. Like it sucks that we have to do this, but yeah. Well, yeah. let's let's we'll we'll come back to the Texans once we have some resolution, some finality to that saga. They get a, they get a zero out of ten for this offense. They get they get a zero. This, this franchise they're, they're it was so trending in the poor direction after a one out of ten off season last year, and now it's just completely been driven off the road. Yep. Um, Atlanta Falcons. 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 Uh, what do you think of their hire? He looks. He looks like he's just happy. He's just excited. He's really. And you know, the funny part was, I watched uh, Castaway the other day, and when Tom Hanks gets back to, you know, the world, there's an announcement, and I think it's it's like Mr. Smith, like it's really like Arthur Smith's dad. I think doing it is that too. in the in the movie, and it made me laugh, and it made me it made me <laughs> like I'm just sitting there watching it with my family, just laughing because I'm like, I think that's Arthur Smith's dad. And yeah. um, <clears throat> I guess we shit on him. Um, we had the season, you know, two seasons ago where they played. The offense was a lot of fun. You know, maybe we talked about a lot was Tannehill getting away from Gase. Maybe that was a big part of that. But, you know, they put away, they put together a nice little team. They just couldn't keep the defense healthy the last couple of years. They've had some problems on the back end there. He probably deserved a look. I guess I was surprised he got hired. This is probably middle of the pack of the hirings for me, like uh, average, just because I'm afraid to shit on Art Smith right now because every time I do that, he proves me wrong. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Um, I I give it a five out of ten. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, five point five just to be a little higher because I'm. They had an embarrassment. They had an embarrassment of riches talent wise uh, in Tennessee. They didn't. They, they didn't really ever realize their potential, I guess, even though they made one AFC title game. Uh, kind of a fluky run there. They perennially win a few games less than they should, I feel like. Um, but I don't know. But at the same time, the offense has been such a problem for the Atlanta Falcons for so many years that this almost yes. certainly will see some sort of bump in the performance level of Matt Ryan. It looks to me like plan A for them is stick with Matt. I don't expect to see them to draft a quarterback. Uh, I think they're, I, I don't, you know, their, their needs in the draft, you could pretty much convince me they're going to go anywhere. And I don't think you can realistically. Uh, you could uh, convince me that they're going to take a quarterback. Like, the, yeah, yeah. It's just because it, if there's a quarterback run and they feel like there's still a guy there they like it for, I would be convinced they would do it. So I really, they haven't made a lot of splashes in the free agency market, if at all. I'm not really seeing much on their page at all. Um, but it's a, actually a pretty talented roster overall. Like they have some nice pieces. It's it's gotten older. It's gotten a few a few dings and scratches here. It's not the team it once was, but still has some nice pieces. Matt Ryan's still a, a competitor. Maybe if you bring in, you know, you go full Jordan Love on it except draft him at fourth, you know, maybe, maybe we end up with something, something out of Matt Ryan. I'm not holding my breath on that. So I'm not excited for this team this year, but uh, they do have a high draft pick. I'm, this is the pick I'm most curious about right now is the fourth because it could just go quarterback or they could go a variety of other ways or even trade. So Atlanta. Yeah. I don't have a ton to say on them. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. I'm going to give them a five out of 10 just because, just because <laughs> uh, the coaching hire was a five out of 10. They didn't really have anyone they had to keep 
that they lost that I'm concerned about. They didn't really sign anyone that I think was especially noteworthy. They seem to be saving a lot of their bullets for future years. Maybe they know that this is kind of the decisive year of what they're going to do with the future of the franchise. I mean, they they turned over general manager. He's didn't really seem to want he, to pull yeah, the trigger to super fast on everything. Like, yeah, so, so the, the new general manager is, he's going to kind of evaluate things on a longer arc here. He's not like getting to the job and like fire, 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 like some of the other guys. Um, and that's a fine strategy, I guess, especially considering the, uh, you know, the way the salary cap is this year and what you have going forward. Um, yeah, I, I don't expect the Falcons to be relevant this year. They lost Ricardo Allen to the segue Cincinnati Bengals are up next mm. Cincinnati Bengals didn't make any giant splashes but they have signed a half dozen players in the free agent market they had the room to do so they obviously need some help on offensive line coming up here if it did go quarterback 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 I can't see a world in which they would not take somebody from Oregon that would be just a beautiful way for him to fall in their lap at five. I'm not sure. Maybe when the when the season shook out and they realized they were probably getting the second or the, they were getting this pick, I'm not sure they thought that was even a possibility. I guess we kind of all thought Jets or maybe even third. So if they do get their tackle, that would be good. But they have you know, four other problems on the offensive line they need to help with too. So <laughs> they, they did – and for the most part, they signed defense. They signed a yeah. couple of cornerbacks, yeah. a, uh, Hilton from Pittsburgh, uh, the guy's name, the dumb name from – Um Yeah, Chidobi. Chidobi. Azuzu, oh. Azubi. Yeah. Azui. Yeah. yeah. They signed uh, – no, nothing splashy, but a few defensive players. Um, I guess Trey Hendrickson. Trey Hendrickson from the – from the Saints. That's not a bad signing. So that's nice. They, yeah. They pumped they pumped up the defense and free agency. <clears throat> Makes you think they're gonna draft offense. So <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. I. I. The. Uh, pretty clearly, I'm waiting to see OTAs to see what kind of shape uh, Joe Burrow's in before really yeah. giving them a firm grade on their offseason. For the second year in a row, though, they are spending on defense. So if the defense doesn't play at a higher level this year, it's going to be a problem. They still have a massive void at the head coaching position. I don't know that Zach Taylor is ever going to figure it out. I don't know that the staff he's put around can develop and you know develop drafted players. And this is probably a make or break year for him. Um, you any any concern can, or any, I can any see thoughts him on being a placeholder like offensive you know, tackle? Maybe. Riley Reef. He sucks. And maybe there's guys that suck that get into a different system, get with a different group of guys, and they can play well. Like he had high hopes. So I guess I don't hate that that he's getting a shot here. Uh they lost speaking of Minnesota, they lost Mackenzie Alexander, who travels back to Minnesota now. I'm not sure mm. that was a big loss for them or a big gain for Minnesota either. So um yeah, I, I'm kind of in agreement with you. I don't think they thought this when they hired him but there's a decent chance that the coach just be turns into like a placeholder. And then by the time yeah. they put it, but they put, you know, once they put together a roster and Burrow comes, comes into his own, they bring in a good coach. Like yeah. this could be it. If, if it's a disastrous year, they could be just like, let's, let's rebuild this coaching staff. The as problem well. is the ceiling is super duper duper low because they're going to lose to the division. 
<laughs> they're not, the, an, clear, not an easy division. Best in the division. Clearly. Like, I don't know how this offense has ever scored enough points to beat the Browns, the Ravens, or even That's, the Steelers. You, still, you have 11, 11 other games on the table to win. Yeah. So they go 500 there and... You know, you're yeah, five, uh you're six at wins. Six and eleven. Yeah, that sounds good job. Right, right. I, I guess so. is that your coach fired? Probably. Um, let's move Philly. on to Philly. Uh weird offseason. Uh everyone was somehow buzzing that they were gonna take a quarterback, and then all of a sudden they're trading down out of the six to the twelve. Um the notable part of that trade was they moved up from the twelve to the six by losing that week sixteen, week seventeen game to the Washington football team, of course. And so everyone that was wringing their hands about the not trying in the second half, putting Nate Sudfeld in uh, and tanking that game. Well, they got themselves a 2022 first round pick out of that. Yeah. Philly, Philly fans were like worked up about that. It's funny how they probably just forgot all about that now. Sure. Like I would. And as soon as the season's over, you forget all about that. Like, oh shit, it doesn't matter. Like that was going to be a garbage playoff run. Let's rebuild this team. You know, wins to Indy. It's uh, probably the Hurt show. That'll be fun. It'll it'll be it'll be exciting to see if that yeah, works. I like Hurts. We, we were um, we were Hurts guys. Yeah, I like Hurts. Uh, you know what I didn't like is their coach head coaching hire. I'm I'm skeptical. I'm going to need to be sold uh, some of this uh, some of this green uh, green Kool Aid here to get on board with this coaching hire. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a tree thing. Like they think you, you, and it's not how it works. Like you don't get instant <laughs> success just because he coached. You know, there's a lot of people that coached under Andy Reid or the the Frank Reich, the Frank Reich tree. Like, and I don't know. Like Frank Reich was there. You know, I, I guess it's kind of in your own tree. It's almost homegrown. So yeah, it seems like you have either college. Let's find a college guy who's hipping now and then they accept urban who's old as shit you have pick one of these trees like oh we need an andy reed guy we need you know this or or you just go ahead and go really oddball like the giants did the other year and pick something off you know off the wall but they went with the the frank reich tree and frank reich is probably one of our most respected head coaches on the deep dive and it's funny how we both feel this way we love frank reich we really respect what he does but we do, I don't like this hire either. Like I'm not sold on this guy. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'm, I have an open mind, but right now I'm skeptical. Uh, I also like the, just the age of the team and the turnover here of some of the kind of leaders and some of the longtime players is concerning. Um, I know you're going to get uh, Brooks back on the offensive line. That's going to be a nice, huge, you know, people forget about how good a player he was. He was lost for the entire season last year. I don't know what to expect out of Lane Johnson. Uh, presumably his ankle heel but it was pretty effed up last year so yeah who knows what kind of controversy the whole the whole line was just so beat up yeah and they needed they desperately desperately need uh to upgrade the um the um playmaking on the offense and so i i don't know i I think this eagles team is probably not competing for the nfc east this year although the nfc east is weak I, i i just i still am not sure uh that i see enough uh, to convince me that this is all of a sudden the Eagles division. Um, no, a, a healthy, a healthy, a healthy Dallas team that can add even a semblance of defensive help would run this team over. So, um, yeah, boy, we need, we're only on the seventh team here. Let's keep flying. We'll, uh, we'll keep flying. Detroit. Um, you, you lost Galladay and you hired a psycho. D. <laughs> yeah. And 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure you upgraded a quarterback. I, I'm actually convinced you probably downgraded a touch. I'm not sure he can do it without a coach, you know, guiding him uh, like he had out in LA. So I'm not a fan of anything Detroit did. I think they somehow take a step back. Yeah. So yeah, the, the coach is a psycho. I yeah. don't know if that that's not playing. Like, yeah, he's the hard old hard old coach from like a high school football movie. Yep. Bottom five coaching staff currently, bottom five roster talent currently, top five schedule difficulty. So best of luck to you, Lions. Um, Denver, excuse me, I jumped to Carolina. Carolina also I give kind of like a low grade. I They had the all of this buzz around making moves that sounded good and interesting, and ultimately it all kind of flopped. They lost a couple players who I thought were pretty decent contributors for them last year. This is like a three out of ten offseason. And you know, they're gonna really have to do something special in the draft to change my mind that they're not just gonna run it back basically the same as last year, honestly. Yeah, I'm not sure what they do. It'd be great for them to figure out quarterback. They really need to figure out quarterback. I think they have a decent coaching staff. I think they have some pieces. But they really just need to like settle on a quarterback, figure out something long term, whether that means trading back, trading up, or trading. So, but yeah, they they re-signed a tackle. I think they have another one they have to figure out yet. Otherwise, they haven't done much. Hassan Reddick. They signed Hassan Reddick from the Cardinals. That's that helps. The defense did need some help, so they have enough. Uh, they have enough holes though. Where I don't really have a hot take on what they should do in the draft here. Yeah. Yeah, I, it sounds like they want quarterback of the future. That that's um, kind of what they're going to be stuck with fourth or fifth it. choice. So that's what sucks, and the, and sucks for the next team too because the next team when we talked about this all year in Denver, they're also maybe a quarterback away. They I, yeah. have all these good young receivers. the The coaching staff who we don't like is somehow not holding them back all that badly. It's the quarterback play. Lock is not the answer. Obviously, starting a wide receiver wasn't the answer. That was a hilarious game. They need a quarterback. Whether uh, you know they missed out on some of the trades, yeah. I was kind of hopeful maybe Watson could end up there. Now that whole saga. So I'm not sure what happens here. But if they don't, if they don't do something different at quarterback, it's going to be a little more of the same. So so far, not a very high grade for them. Uh, they signed Ronald Darby and Shelby Harris. A lot of defensive free agents this year. It feels like. I'm not sure if they really lost anybody. I know they re-signed a couple guys. So oh, we'll give them like a C. Yeah, I'll give them. I'll give them a five out of ten. But I, I love the roster. Oh, like, Defense like, looks so different. Different grading system. I mean, the, they, they tagged <laughs> Justin Simmons. That's that's good. The de- the defense looks good. The defense looks good, and the offense, as you mentioned, had, their offensive line took a major step forward last year. Young crew. They're going to be good this year. They had a great offensive line coach. Uh, the wide receiving and tight end weapons freaking awesome they hand off the ball too much their scheme needs to improve um but the deep but the quarterback is the major problem and the fact that they weren't more aggressive to try to upgrade that position is going to cost them uh and now here they sit in ninth and this is all of a sudden the gold rush is on for quarterbacks in this draft and they're either going to have to sit tight and take whoever's falls to them at ninth maybe the fifth best quarterback in this draft or they're going to have to package up a ton of uh, of um, you know of, of capital and move up into the four hole. Uh, either way, it's not pretty. Like they were too they were too passive in the quarterback market, so they get a five. Otherwise, I would have been very bullish about this team in twenty twenty one. 
Yeah. Dallas got their quarterback. And it doesn't matter what it costs. Like, that's what quarterbacks cost these days. It's it's the right move. It was a good move. They they just kind of hamstring themselves with other deals. Like they're they're gonna have a tough time because of some of these other deals, particularly their running back and one defender. Um you know, they did lose a couple defenders, but I don't know if it was anything too exciting. They signed Keanu Neal. I'm gonna have to give him an A just for getting the deal done with Dak. I don't know. B plot. I'll give him a B. Just because their their defense <laughs> just stinks. They're yeah. in a division where they can win now, though. If they can if they can have some success, they're like a really good team. They're a playoff team, essentially, from last year. If that team hadn't got a bunch of injuries, they likely win the division, win a playoff game, and then get the shit kicked out of them by like Tampa or Green Bay. And they end up with a you know, they don't end up with the 10th overall pick. So this is like a half, this is a really good offensive roster, a pretty bad defense with the 10th overall pick. I don't know. You've got your quarterback figured out and you got a top 10 pick. There's worse places to be. And yes, the, the money sucks, but. The problem is their defense is so bad. So bad. That it they're going to have to score 40 points a game to consistently win. And I don't know, is a Mike McCarthy offense McCarthy team capable of doing that I don't know I agree with you like the mix, mixed feelings about the deck deal like congratulations it's like it's like they put a nice like stop loss there and they've been yeah. making all of these terrible deals and they put themselves in this ridiculous hole they just took their medicine and cleared the books on that one and Dak is now the guy they've got they've got him paid they've got weapons for him they've got protection for him the offense should run smoothly this year but is it good enough to score 40 points a game consistently? I don't know. Is the scheme good enough for that? I don't know. Is the yeah, defense so bad? So like, here's the problem. Like, there's a breaking point. Like, defense doesn't matter unless it's so bad that it can't stop the run. And that's the way they find themselves. Yeah, if you can't get the ball back, like, if you fall behind and you can't get the ball back, you're effed. If you're leading by a small amount, like a one-score lead, and you can't stop their run, you're not likely to stop them. They can just they can bleed out a possession, take the lead, and win. That defense yeah. is that bad. So it'll be interesting to see what the how they address that in the draft. I'm yeah. not and sure Mike, who they have. Gone I'm, to. I, I'm 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 pr- I'm pretty out on Mike McCarthy, honestly. I'm oh I'm very out. I I was excited for like a few minutes when he said some nice things in the offseason, and then the season started, and like oh my god, he's regressed possibly. Yeah, uh, let's move to the Giants. This the is Giants. Uh, this, this is our this apology is, one. Well, no, you know this is uh, this is Denver Broncos hey, NFC East. Like great freaking team, uh, great, great, looking good everywhere. Good stuff. Uh, coach that I don't really believe in, and quarterback is the problem. I don't know. I I'm going to issue a deep dive apology to Gettleman. I still Sorry. think he sucks as a whole. But he's had a nice offseason, and we're we're willing to admit that. They made some nice moves. I'm not wholly out on D. D Jones. He's not probably ever going to be a top-10 quarterback. But if you get enough pieces and you get a good scheme, he can play well enough. Like we saw it. He's actually a pretty apt runner. They schemed a few runs for him. Obviously, the one was really hilarious at the end of it. But he had some really nice designed runs, and he doesn't look that bad. And all things considered, he didn't have a great offensive roster around him. 
you give him a guy in Galladay, maybe you add some more pieces, you help out that offensive line a little more, he might be okay. Like, he could be Kirk Cousins with more running. Like, he's not going to be great, but I, I think they kind of committed to him now, and they're, if they add enough pieces around him, they could compete for a playoff spot. It's Maybe I'm just – I've bought into Big Blue Fever with some of these, you know, off-season moves they made, but especially – I mean, especially the Galladay one. That's kind of the crown jewel of a team that really needed to add a receiver, and they got a really good one. And then, they're you know, re-signing Leonard Williams. Those were – I mean, in most lists you go look at, those are two top ten free agents. Yeah, one, I mean, their, one, their one was already on their good. team. Their defense yeah. is going to be good. Uh, Bradbury is an absolute stud at cornerback. Oh, um, th- their defense and their defense plays super hard. They're well coordinated. It's going to be a good defense. Yeah. Um, but the offense is coordinated by Jason Garrett. Daniel Jones, when healthy, is dynamic running. When yeah. healthy, if anything happens, he's screwed. The offensive line um, getting better, I guess. Yeah, he sucked when he was hampered. Um, yeah, I, w- I was a little out on their. Who's the rookie they drafted? There were so many offensive tackles. Uh, Andrew Alec, a- Andrew, Andrew Miller, and, Andrew Miller. And, I'm not sure Miller. that's right. It's Andrew it was something. Miller. It was Miller. Thomas and Thomas. Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas. <laughs> I knew you Miller. were right. I couldn't say it. Did Andrew some Thomas. Generic name. He sucked at the beginning of the season. And he really did. He really did improve in the second half. So yeah, he did. if he continues that improvement, if they can get him a little more help there and, and, you know, you keep Jones healthy, might not be a bad team. Here's the problem. So, You're going to have 20 touches a game earmarked for sack Barkley coming off an ACL. I know. So, well, we'll see. Like that. I mean, you're right. That's the final word on the giants. If Mr. Garrett decides they're a first down running team with Sack Barkley a lot. I'm going to be out on this team and be betting against them quickly. If they're actually running successful, proper plays on first down, second and long, I might be a buy team. Okay. I'm, there, there's a decent chance that Garrett is a good coordinator, horrible coach. Yeah, we didn't. We we might not got to see his whole you know repertoire with such a shit roster last year so i'm yep. I'm, okay. I'm i'm wishy-washy on them right. this isn't i give, right. I give them a six out of ten their offseason i give them a six out of ten i thought they did some yeah but we'll see we'll see but the, the, the you know they're hampered by the ghost of dave gettleman past like the yeah. sack barkley pick and oh yeah the sack barkley thing is yeah. albatross the niners right. got absolutely bent over in this trade they got loose I, man i don't what know what the hell happened and maybe it wasn't yeah, especially a front office we've said nice things about in the past. I don't know what happened. The and this is our congratulations. We'll get to we'll get more of this when we get to more Miami. Like Miami did it. Like what a like that was David Copperfield shit. What they pulled <laughs> off between those two trades, like how they moved and especially with their needs. Like yeah. what they needed, they really did move around kind of masterfully there. And I mean God bless them. Now they have the sixth pick. That's a better spot probably for them. And the, yeah, I don't know how they do this. And they have so many other draft picks. They can move around all day long on draft day. If they're really wanting to be fluid on draft day, they can make a lot of moves. So um, back to the Niners, though. I'm kind of out on this one, too, until we decide where Jimmy G goes. The, Ooh, the, what the, the, what, the do, you, what of- do you think the plan is? 
he's going somewhere. They're not going to stick with it. You don't trade up to three to keep Jimmy G. Like, that doesn't make sense. What the market is so soft, though. I know. Who is making a deal? A fair fair market deal for you, for Jimmy G at this point. I guess, I guess we've just seen that you don't need a fair market deal if you're dealing with the Niners. Okay. What, so what <laughs> do you think? What? A, lot of, I, a lot of speculation to, to New England, but I don't know if I can see that. I don't see it. No, I, I don't see it. I, I mean, that's everybody's kind of what everybody's saying, but I just don't see that. So it'll it'll be, you know, maybe somebody else who is quarterback needy, maybe somebody like Denver, maybe somebody, you know, that you get them out of the conference. There's nobody, I guess there's nobody in division who would actually need a quarterback. You're kind of the lone team that doesn't have one now. But somebody like Denver might want them. I don't know. Maybe the New England thing does happen. I just don't see it. So Niners, I'm, I'm, I'm giving them a D based on that trade and the fact that they don't really know what they're doing in Jimmy G yet. Uh, I guess the Trent Williams signing is good. I'm so confused because the Niners had such a good off season last year. They were playing, they were, they were playing the chess. That's what made, that's what made it so weird. I don't get this move, man, Mm -mm. especially to move up to three when you're basically going to end up with a project, a quarterback. With the rest of your team built to win now. You just gave Trent Williams all that money. He doesn't have many more years left. Um, oh, this is tough, man. I don't know D. what the I don't know that I get the vision. Yeah, it's a D for me. Yeah. I was pretty I was fine with their offseason until this. And now I'm like at three out of ten. Yep. Uh Chargers. Uh, instant A. You signed Chase Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Made it happen. You you are the new owner of the world's most, the world's richest backup. Like you've done it now. Uh, Corey Lindsley. You get some help. Um, you know, we just talked about Burrow and getting some people in front of him. I think Corey Lindsley is a nice thing. That's uh, Melvin Ingram still unsigned, right? Yes. I don't know market for Mel, Mel, Melvin. Yeah, um, I guess the other moves are they definitely signed uh, another lineman. They signed Jared Cook. It's not a great Hunter Henry placement, but it's better than nothing again. Jared Cook has had some nice games. And then, I don't know, that's about it. Like the, I think the, you're, you kind of sit in the catbird seat because you you nailed a quarterback draft. Like yeah. nailing nailing a draft on a quarterback, having him perform at that level in his first year and staying healthy and still having, you know, a decent pick this year. You're you're kind of in the catbird seat. You just yeah. uh, your your players also, get healthy, you, your safety comes back, everybody's everybody's healthy, you have some good receivers, you have a lot of options drafting. I, it's not also, a great offseason, but I think they're in a good spot. I think they're in a good spot too. And the way that the draft is shaping up, there's going to be a really good receiver there at 13. Either receiver or tight end is going to slide to you. Um, Pitts probably goes. The Pitts market is Pitt's quite gone. hot. By the way. His, yeah. he, his market is hot. Um, but all, the re- all those guys, Chase, uh, Waddle, Smith, they're all sliding. And one of those three guys is going to be there for you at 13. I think pairing that with... Uh, um, 
Justin Herbert sounds damn good to me. Um, what do you mean? Talk defense about the is good. The coach, yeah, I don't really know what to make of him either. He I had, a, he had nice. He had one nice year <laughs> in LA. I guess he knows how to be a head coach now. Uh, we will see. I mean, he must have wowed the hell out of him in that interview. Um, there were a lot of other people rumored to go into this spot, but whatever. Um, yeah, I guess the coach, the coaching hire. I'm underwhelmed. The yeah. some of the yeah. uh, some of the free agents moves. I'm underwhelmed, but they're going to get damn lucky in the draft again. I give them. I give them a four out of ten. Uh, how about your Vikings? Oh, Mackenzie Alexander back into the fold. They still <laughs> just don't have like the 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 Cousins deal isn't good. I mean, at this point, he's not. It's not even that much money anymore. It's kind of like, cheap now. Yeah, the quarterback market resets so fast. It still sucks because his ceiling and floor are like identical. He just, you know, what you're getting. He's like just Kirk, Kirk, Kirk average. You're, he, he's the curve. Like you're, when you're grading on a curve, he's it. He is <laughs> never going to excite me. But yeah, the, it, they're stuck with what they're. And and again, they're they're a team with a really good running back, which can sometimes be a problem. You become dependent on that running back and you become predictable and you're running on first down and you're running on second and 12 and this offense can get stuck. They, they absolutely speaking of nailing it in the draft for having, you know, what the fourth or fifth receiver off the board, they absolutely crush that fifth, probably and rookie best. of the year. If, uh, you know, Herbert doesn't exist. Probably rookie of the year, period. Probably rookie of the year, period, honestly. Probably should have been. So, nice. They nailed that feeling, restructured. That helps. Um, But, again, this team has shown year in and year out a reluctance to really spend and put together a good offensive line. And Cousins sucks under pressure. So, it's going to be another middling year. Like, I make fun of the Bears for ending up, you know, at an – between seven and nine wins every year, the Vikings are stuck in that too. Like Vikings, Vikings players are stuck. Vikings, uh, they they bring in Patrick Peterson. You didn't mention that. I no, mean, I, I that didn't move the needle for you at all. A little bit. I mean, their defensive secondary was so bad that anything was going to happen. Okay, bringing the pass Alexander rush, though. Peterson. The pass in, rush. You, you know, want to talk about so bad? The pass rush. They need to draft just the pass uh, rush. Just ugly. Okay, or, so, or get Melvin Ingram. Okay, so uh, we so we wait. Until the live number comes up for offense or defensive player for the Vikings, what's the price on defense? I guess it depends. <laughs> it depends what they're what's their minus four hundred, minus three hundred, something like that. It's a lot of things can happen, but yeah, it should be a strong favorite. It's going to be one of these kids from Miami, right? It could be like an edge guy would be great. <laughs> that's definitely where they're going yeah um all right well i'm excited england over to your your neck of the way oh uh, yeah um, one out of ten one out yeah, of ten a lot of a lot of a lot of sound and fury signifying nothing they uh made yeah. all these moves in like two days and everyone's like oh man bill's after it again like no they sent fucking tight he's reshaping the roster through free agency all right so he, he spent a bunch of money on tight ends yeah, he spent a bunch of money on marginal players. Um, I don't know what the vision is here at all. No, nothing. I've got nothing. Um, Not without a quarterback. Like we saw Cam. Cam is still limited in what he can do, and yeah. I don't think that's going to take anywhere. This is a 1950s NFL offense, um, and it the is, and it is a, uh, it is a, it is, a, it, is a, it is a division where if you expect to beat the Bills – 
you better be able to score 30 points on any given game. And I don't see this happening. Um, Patriots are in deep trouble. And I think we are going to look back on the Bill Belichick era when it's all said and done in like 10 years and not in 10 years, it's going to be all said and done. It'll end sometime in the next couple of years. And then we'll look back, we'll look back in 10 years and then say, man, Bill Belichick, the GM got bailed out by Bill Belichick, the coach and Tom Brady, the quarterback so hard Bill Belichick, the GM. I don't understand how he evaluates talent. Uh, I don't understand how he makes draft decisions. I don't understand how he composes a roster. There is just so much about this that has mystifies me. Um, I, this has been a bad off season for the Patriots. And I think there will be like, they will be lucky if they are not fourth out of four in the AFC East this year. Yeah. Cardinals. Yeah. I don't have a lot to say here. They haven't done much. Um, they, they, I feel like they send a receiver, didn't they? The Cardinals are going to be a hot fade, man. I'm not sold on the coach anymore. Yeah. I think I a think lot of Kingsbury, people are that way. Kingsbury stinks, dude. He might stink. <laughs> Kingsbury stinks. And on top of that, uh, there are still massive holes on this, in this, on this roster. Um, Steve Klein, the GM, he, he got, he had the, he had the cojones to, um, to get after it and to draft a quarterback second straight year. Oh, I forgot they signed JJ Watt. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. that's not good. They got JJ Watt and Chandler Jones. That's like fifty percent of the sacks in the NFL going back to twenty eleven. Um, yeah, no, I, this defense is not going to be very good. Uh, the scheme that Cliff Kingsbury runs is just hot garbage. He's got a cheat code in DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins' catch radius is so huge, and he is he drops nothing. He, you literally should never punt, never. And yet, they underachieved down the stretch. Winning your in situations, we'll never forget it. He, I think, the sooner they realize it and move on, the better. The fact, well, that, tr- truthfully, like they, they might. I mean, it took a hail mary to get him in consideration at the end. Anyway, like they should have lost that game. They had some games. They had some questionable wins. So. But yeah, they're, they're probably a fade team for me. I'm not excited yet. Signing J.J. Watt doesn't move the needle. D, 4.1 out of 10. Are you watching this uh, Elite Eight game? Yeah, it's getting uh, tight. Houston? We have a problem? Oh, no. we Well, we, we have Oregon State second half. I'm I know. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to. Oh, although it could go to overtime at this point. Oh, Uh-oh. we don't need that. It's four point. It's up. a four-point game with six minutes. I know. What the hell? Uh, this is where I, Houston puts the clamps on, baby. I, why yeah, didn't I go? Baylor, I should have got ham on that Oregon State money line second half. Damn it. Well, I mean, you say that now. It's easy in hindsight. Um, Vegas. Vegas, baby. Hmm. They signed Nick Martin. I'm trying to think what else Dude, we got. Dude, they list. gutted their yeah. offensive line, and they have a quarterback who can't operate when he's not well-protected. Uh, the yes, the the Raiders. And Gakwe ended up there. He, you know, he's four, fourth team in Dude. like seven months. As long as we're they putting people Kenyon on blast. Drake. As long as we're putting people. What? Okay, great. Kenyon Drake and and uh, Josh Jacobs. What? 
Yeah. Huh? I don't know. Behind an offensive line that can't now block up the middle. Um, I don't know what is going on there, but as long as we're putting people on blast and and in the spirit of Cliff Cliff Kingsbury doesn't needs to be relieved of his job. Um, Mike Mayock, what are you doing, buddy? What yeah. what's going on? What what is what's the vision here? What's the plan? What is happening? Uh, ten. They were years. actually they were actually headed the right direction. I almost felt like for a little bit. Sure did. They, they veered. Uh, and I mean, if you if you gave me the choice of any quarterback in the NFL that was going to take an enormous step backwards this season relative to their performance last year, it is Derek Carr with a bullet. There is going to be a huge consequence for what they've done to this offensive line, given his limitations. And yeah. he got hurt at the end of the year. He's so, that hammy popped hard. Got to remember that. You oh, don't hear yeah. that when no. that went. God, just are you doing devs? Um, yeah, yeah, all right, Miami. Let's we almost need to do a whole episode on Miami's rebuild and how excited I am about it. And yeah. uh, and here's here's a little glimpse. And I DM this to Drew the other day, and I was excited about this because I had in my mind the Watson to Miami deal was gonna happen. Yeah, and if it didn't happen, it was gonna be the Jets. And I like the hiring, I like some of their offseason stuff. I had a I have this in the drafts that said, you know, like I've talked about how I've given up on my Vikings fandom. Oh, it's just kind of died with handicapping. So I'm ready to get back in the game. And I said, I love Deshaun Watson so much. I am going to fully commit as a fan to whatever team he signs with if he gets out of Houston. And I just never, the timing, I didn't send it. I'm just like, God, I'm glad I didn't send that tweet now. Like, I'd, I rarely <laughs> delete a tweet. That one would have been gone because like, yeah. the, the timing would have been so awful on that. So I might still be a Miami fan okay. if they if this works out right. I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of everything they've done. Oh, yeah, same. Uh, yeah, love the GM, love the coach. Uh, the They are... They're pot committing to Tua, for better or worse. And I think it might be worse. Yeah. That's the one glaring potential problem. Um, I am I'm, I'm I guess what what what's your gut read on why they traded back up to six? Because <laughs> the Eagles offered it and it was a good it was a good deal. I thought it was a good deal too, but what do they want at six? So I guess maybe Pitts is there. Maybe you can get the best receiver on the board. Um, I think adding a stud receiver goes a long ways. And they could go a bunch of ways. They could trade this back yet too. I, they, I have no they idea. Paid, they paid Will Fuller some money. Um, they have a they, – their, their wide receiver core, they bring back uh, – uh, they brought back somebody else too. Um you need three Mac, Mac Collins. Their wide receiver depth charts not bad. No, and the Will Fuller thing, it's still a one year deal. Like it's not it's not like they got him long to, and maybe True. they will, but True. it's still just a one year deal. So yet to yet to see how that turns out. Um it's, it's I, a little I mean, bit of a crowded wide receiver chart to go and, and trade up to six to get a guy like Chase, unless they fell in love with them and they were gonna take yeah. him at three and they were just like, Well, fine, we'll just take him at six then. Um I'm I am concerned about Tua based on his ability to attack the field where it matters most. His passes along the sidelines in the 11 to 20 yard range 
not only did he not ever try those passes, but when he did, they weren't good. Yeah. And that's concerning. And a year of off-season conditioning and another year removed from the um, hip injury, does he look a heck of a lot better? Sure. Possible. Uh, entirely possible. I have no clue. Um, but I didn't see enough in year one to say that they that the that their direction and their um, confidence in this being the Tua show is the right call. They but they made the choice last year in the draft. They took him fifth overall, and so it's kind of like they're like, well, we're gonna ride this out. We made the pick, uh, and that can sometimes lead to trouble when you're that confident, right? Yeah. <sighs> All right, we're in the playoff teams. The football team. I did such a good job of not using the R word last year, and in like four interviews already this year, I've done it. I don't know what happened to me, but my brain's been broken this offseason. Brandon um, Scherf, William Jackson, Brandon Scherf. Just great, great, great. I, I loved I loved their offseason. Brian yeah. Fitzpatrick, that is the perfect player for the NFC East. The perfect player. Like literally people will point to like, oh, he melts down. He has some multi-turnover games, blah, blah. The dude is the perfect player for this team at this time. They needed, they literally needed exactly him. It was like the perfect, it was like the, the, like you see the piece go in the puzzle and you're like, ah, that's what this is. That's the way I felt when I heard that news. Um, I think they ought to be kind of in the co-favorite discussion in the, in the AF- NFC East, honestly. Um, their schedule is going to be tougher than Dallas. It's going to be tougher than New York, but I think this offense is going to be able to score. And this defense is still ridiculously talented. And fits with a speedster, like your, your F one. Yeah. That kind of, that's, that works. It's going to be awesome. I that's can't wait a, to see that's it. That's a great connection. Like I might bet his touchdowns over. Not, I guess not the what's receiver, the, not, uh, not fits, maybe both. I don't know. Okay. What's the, uh, what is the line on, over under um or what's the price that fits finishes in the top 10 in like epa per dropback you think it's you think he's a dog there that he finishes in the top 10 two to one two to one yeah dog. yeah i think it's not, think it's not like a wild there. crazy thing oh my god should we skip the next one chicago yeah well we gotta say something <laughs> <laughs> andy dalton huh that was the best is when 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 giants are QB one bears. Well, uh, the QB one thing was hilarious, but they, there was Bears fans, and we know some Bears fans. They were convinced, like they were fully in the running to get Russ. That it was going to be a yeah. whole new era. <laughs> the market moved on that. And they did, and then you get Andy Dalton, and it's just like the the, the opposite. It, that was rough. It's a tie ball game. That didn't. That couldn't have felt good. 55 oh my god the houston game's tied actually if oregon state wins this game that would be good for me for survivor okay all right (laughs) this would be one of the most ridiculous comebacks i've ever seen 55 55 um yeah i think my team totals good yeah i think you are true yeah it's three three uh, i did hit the under in the women's The the women's total got up to 157 that game did not leave the 140s Nice work by so, that. Nice yeah, work right there. Women's women's sharp, I guess. So. <clears throat> no, that's yeah, good. Um, yeah, the bears, the, the bears fucked up. One out of ten. Yeah, one out of ten. No, I mean the one is because you retained your coach, you retained you're your GM, and you going, signed Andy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> you're going into a lame duck season for everyone with a lame duck quarterback. I get they kept Allen Robinson. The, there's your bright spot. The the 
The bad part of that is Allen Robinson has to play with Andy Dalton now. Continues his run of playing with, you know, subpar. It'll be. It might be the best quarterback he's ever played with. Truthfully. Yeah. Wow. That's not crazy. Guy. That's, not, um, that's not crazy. We'll see. Yeah, we'll spin through some of these playoff games <clears throat> real faster. I suppose Indy. Two out of ten. Two out of ten. I don't like wins. I'm out. Just a person. Yep. I'm out on Wentz. And I don't understand the roster construction exactly. Yeah. Chris Ballard, maybe the nicest guy, maybe a great GM. Maybe you know he's saved this franchise after the Andrew Luck surprise retirement. Uh, I don't see this team being competitive, personally. Oh, Tennessee. You're only 10, I see. They've Two out of 10. One out of 10? Cases. Yeah, they, they, they haven't had uh, – they're, they're not going to be – they missed their window. I don't think you know they, they, their their marquee signing was Bud Dupree. You, you got an edge guy. That's fun. Your defense sucked. Actually, they signed a couple defenders. Resigned a defender. Their but, defense yeah, is going to be bad, bad, bad. It's still it's still not going to be enough to fix it. You need to draft a lot of defense to fix this. Um, Where does that leave me at? This is Seattle spot. Seattle. I'm pretty neutral on them. I mean, they still have Russ. They made a they made a coaching change. Give him a five out of ten just for not trading Russ. <clears throat> I give yeah, I'm gonna give him a B plus for not trading Russ and thinking hopefully thinking a little different on offense going forward. You think they are though, or you think Schottenheimer left because they were insisting on him doing it the shit way? I don't know. I'm I'm just <laughs> uh, the fact that they made a change makes me hopeful that there's a chance that they go different. Okay, like that, that's all. That's all I can say about that. I guess okay. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's not gonna be as good next year. They stuck with Ben's back for another year. That might not go well. He's he's falling apart. They have a lot of good young receivers. Um, hopefully, they find some second day value in a in a quarterback because who they have backing up Ben is even worse right now. Um, they need to find a project or two for quarterback. I'm not giving them much of a much of a grade right now. Yeah, I give them. Three out of ten. I think they needed to be a little bit more aggressive in terms of a tear down and rebuild. They kept Juju. I mean, that's something. They still they got him on a very team friendly deal. Yeah. yeah, they have a very good receiver room. Yeah, very, very, very friendly deal there. Um, I yeah, I, I think Pittsburgh is very clearly the third best team right now in the AFC Norse, which is a problem because they're going to have the toughest schedule. It is a very <laughs> tough schedule. The Rams. I think they upgraded at quarterback. I think. They oh have yeah, coach. I have. Um, I'm actually. I'm actually kind of. I'm. I'm. I'm higher on the Rams than I've been in a while, and Same. we were down on them the year after the Super Bowl. They kept Leonard Floyd. They're still going to have a very nasty front with Leonard Floyd and our guy, multiple time Defensive Player of the Year. I'm trying to think what else they did. Did they lose anyone? Gerald Everett. They lost a couple of guys in the secondary <laughs> who tiny. might be really good. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know 100% what the impact of losing. Um, Troy Hill. Troy Hill's one. Troy Hill and uh, John Johnson. John Johnson was kind of somebody that a lot of, it's like a lot of, uh, we haven't got, we're going to get to, the, I think the Browns are next, right? Yeah. We're going to get to the Browns next. John Johnson's a player that a lot of teams, I think, were quietly targeting because his play was pretty superlative last uh, year. A good safety that can move around is important. Uh, they lose their defensive coach, but yeah. I, I, I think ultimately the upgrade from Goff to Stafford is real. The ceiling is higher. It's it's real enough to make me bullish on this team. 
even in a tough division. And especially if the if if we're gonna fade Arizona and we are down on the Niners if they don't fix whatever they're doing at quarterback, or they possibly have a rookie quarterback that might not be any good, and Seattle doesn't turn it around on offense, we can be very bullish on this team. So a team I have my eye on for sure. Rams, same. Yeah, I think this is a dark horse in the NFC next year. I love that song. Dark horse? No, 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 no. Like the kid what are they? They're probably third or fourth. Uh, what are they? They're actually, even though they're probably, f- what are their current odds in the in the NFC? Actually, oh, I don't have any of that up. I'm way too early to be. Last time I placed a super early NFL bet, it was the Cowboys over. They don't have a first round pick, which doesn't help. <laughs> oh, they don't have a first round pick. We can clip that and use that for the next ten years. They're like fifth favorite to win the Super Bowl, I think. They're probably twelve. How about to the one. NFC specifically? They're probably like seven to one, six to one. Let me see. Coming at you like a dark horse. I don't hate the Rams at twelve to one for the Super Bowl. I don't think they win the Super Bowl, but um NFC is pretty wide open. As Calhoun would say, wide open. Wide Browns. Cleveland Browns made the playoffs. Cleveland Browns won a game. A hilarious game, by the way. I think you have to give them the best offseason. Beating the Steelers? They nailed their coach. Their their quarterback is fixing some of the problems he had in his earlier years. Yep. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of where they're headed. They've got it and they signed the pre mentioned John Johnson, so they added to this defense. They they sent Troy Hill too. They sent both of those players. Yeah. They they ended up with both of those from a very good second. Very good, very good players. Um, and they weren't healthy last year. Like they're getting their receiving core completely healthy. So yeah, watch out. Browns might win the division. I think they probably are your odds on favorite to win the division, actually, once we see the draft and numbers pop. Um, That team's going to be pretty good. I'm a Browns buyer. Yep. Um, Baltimore. Also high on them. I liked their offseason. Fine. Sammy Watkins. Uh, Sammy Watkins. And yeah, that's exactly the kind of piece you need, presumably, to help the, uh, the passing offense there, which is probably their Achilles heel. They get they get Stanley back, which I'm excited about because he was such a huge part of that they offensive had, they line. They had a couple injuries to that offensive line last year, and that probably drug them down quite a bit in the playoffs. They they I I'm not really concerned about some of the changes made across the uh, the defensive line here. Losing Judon may end up being a problem, but they got some nice pieces. They retained some pieces. Uh, a couple of really just good contracts. Like it was just a very sound responsible <laughs> offseason for these guys and i am i mean i think you give them a, a 10 out of 10 if we if we get word that uh, a deal is done for lamar jackson and it's in any way shape a team friendly deal then uh, then i'm then i'm like 10 out of 10 for these guys um hopefully they're working on that i think they probably are gotcha. um yeah but tyus bowser sneaky good signing um, four-year contract that was basically pennies on the dollar for a contributor as a pass rusher. That was so so smart. Um, Sammy Watkins was kind of kind of slick too. I really got to say, um, when he's healthy, like people don't kind of sleep on him because he's never healthy. If he's healthy, yeah, sure, he's very very good. That's right. Um, New Orleans Saints, 
one out of ten, two out of ten. Yeah, you're, what's going you're, on, I, man? I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what what this team is gonna do going forward. This might be a quick unbuild. Is that a word? I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> use that unbuild. A debuild. I, I mean, it's there's a, a rebuild and then a debuild. Yeah. A debuild. I like that even better. Yeah, yeah. the the debuild that we talked about with. Uh, with uh, Jacksonville, it might be something similar to that, where it's just like, oh man, this team is bad in a hurry. Yeah. And they had a lot of nice pieces, but now you're figuring out if you're going to start your tight end at quarterback or the quarterback that you signed the other year. And <laughs> it could get a little messy here. I don't, I don't it's, know. It's a well coached team, but it's in a very tough division. And I mean, if Arthur Smith makes anything out of, you know, the Falcons, if Carolina gets a young quarterback that works out, all of a sudden this is a really fucking hard division. And they did resign a few guys. Uh, I'm looking at who they lost again. Jared Cook pops up. Sheldon Rankins. That's not. That's not nothing. But yeah, they resigned Jameis Winston. I guess that's your big resigning. They lost a uh, edge rusher to Baltimore, Cincinnati. I don't know. I'm I'm not excited about this team going forward. <clears throat> Dude. I was just I, I agree with you 100% on this. Saints 31 right 30 to 1 right now to win the Super Bowl. That's not a fair price. I'm not be betting like that. Um and but looking at the Super Bowl prices, you know what the worst one by far is? And I'm going to have to see if I can track down a no on this. <laughs> The Patriots are twenty-one to one to win the Super Bowl. Twenty. Yeah, I'm seeing thirty at other shops, and even that should be 45, 50. Like they haven't priced the same as the Cardinals and the Dolphins. Twenty-one to one is pretty is is in line with the likes of the Browns at nineteen to one. Yeah, wherever you're at, that's a horrible <laughs> price. I'm at I'm at bookmaker. <laughs> Yeah, well, that that sucks because that's a fairly efficient market over there. So, all right, Green Bay. We you can bet to Green. win 30k right now on that. Yeah, don't do that. No, I know, I know. I kind of, I'm thinking <laughs> about the, I'm thinking about Browns though. Uh, 19 to one for the Browns is pretty good. AFC stuff, and it'll be it'll be a fun season for them. I might be a, I'm, I'm a Browns guy all of a sudden. I'm, I'm, I'm back in the Browns train relative to the bills and the Ravens and the, and the chiefs. No, they right to one is really a gift. Ravens 15 to one bills, 12 to one. And the chiefs are plus four eighty for the super bowl right now. Of those four, the Browns are by I can get the Browns the at 20. Yeah, that's a good bet, man. 21 like to the Browns. I think I'm going to get involved. All right. All right. Um, Green Bay. Mm, this is a math. This is a math for me. Like it's a talented team. It needs help. They re-signed Aaron Jones. I I don't say nice things about running backs, but I really like the way they use him. They lost their center. That's not great. But you have a franchise quarterback. You kept Kevin King. It's an okay. I'm still not sold on their coaching staff in general, but it's a good enough team where they didn't have to wow me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, is there a bad beat incoming here on Houston, Oregon State? The the spread was seven and a half or eight. Are they going to foul? It's going to come free throws? right down to this. Like it's going to come right down to, like the spread will very much be in the balance. No, it's not in the balance. The second half money line. Oregon and plus Oregon team total. Oregon team total under also not in the balance. Oh, um, I don't know. They're still. Oh, they did foul. 
Quentin Grimes draws the foul. You going to shoot two. It's going to come down to Oregon making the last bucket for the cover. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to say about the – actually, to, I don't really know what to say about these last four. Green Bay, Buffalo, Kansas City, and Tampa Bay are all very good teams. The yeah, Green everybody Bay retained – Green Bay you know is the lesser of those four. Guess what of those four? Everybody retained all of their coaches. Yep. That's Which huge. Wild. That huge. The enemy didn't get a, a job. Huge. That Buffalo didn't lose. I, Dable. I mean, Green, Dable. Green, Dable not getting yeah. a job. Yeah. Dable, um, the enemy back. Um, you know, that it, it is – Green Bay really wasn't in – in peril of losing a coach, I don't think. But like, I I thought Bannemi, I thought Buffalo and Kansas City were for sure losing in a coordinator apiece. I did too. And then obviously Tampa Bay hasn't lost anyone either. Tampa Bay is bringing everybody back. Tom Brady builds that, you know, that whatever that culture where everybody's bought in. So that's working out pretty well for them. Amazing. They're probably going to be very good again this year. Obviously Kansas City is going to be just as, as good as they as are. They a little bit of flux in the offensive line, but. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And Buffalo, I'm still a Buffalo, you know, believer. If Josh yeah. Allen keeps taking steps forward, me too. they have a great coaching staff. Yeah, me too. Me too. The price, price is a little, little rough. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can't yeah. bet these teams. Their prices are not good. But. Green Bay, I think is fatable. <clears throat> I don't think Green Bay wins the, uh, NFC North. That's a hot take for you. I think the Vikings are in the mix for that. I can see Green Bay taking a little step back. Their their schedule it was so soft last year; it's warped people a little bit. Oh, made layup for the Beavers. They're within six. Are they going to foul again? They are twenty one seconds remaining. They'll probably oh, yeah, will for sure foul again. Teams fall down ten with like ten seconds to go. Well, can you uh, well, can you riddle me why in the world you you go for the layup? No, that, and this this eight? is what drives me. That's what college basketball <laughs> what? is like. If you're down eight with under thirty seconds left, you shoot, you shoot the, the three. What are you especially, doing? Especially, I mean, do you want to know what ha- Tampa? Or Tampa, Houston oh, they shooting. Let, they let nine seconds go off the clock too. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Not only that, but Houston is. Uh, they're only shooting sixty five percent from the line, I guess. But I think they're normally a better free throw shooting team than this. You know what sucks is they're going to drain a three. I'm going to push my team total. No, they're not going to make a three. They're certainly not going to do another layup, are they? <laughs> that would be something. Um, I think uh, I think we went final with a seven-point win, maybe. That'll be... Oh, yeah. Just, if, yeah we go, missed, if we go final missed, with a... Yeah, they missed the second free throw. I, I think it opened seven and a half. I'm going to double check. I don't think there were sevens out there. It did. Yeah, it did. Beavers covered. Uh, Beavers covered. They're covered by the by the hook. By the actually, well, yeah. Regardless Close of when you got it, you get one, one, yep. one, 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 one or a half to one point. Oh, that's cool. Good job for gambling Twitter. Everybody was we, on. The- we nailed it. Everybody <laughs> was, and you know what? Everybody was on them, and gambling Twitter was losing quit. their mind. And they didn't quit. Um, they scored forty-one points in that second half. How about that? Oh no! Oh no! It's not done yet. Houston's oh, up no. by nine there's, now. Oh no! There's a foul. Oh no! We might have to cut this part of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) God, now Oregon's going to hit their three. Oregon hit a three. I'm going to push my team total. Did they really? Yep. Oh, shit. Made, made free throw. Nine-point game. They hit a three. Yep. It's 67-61. Yep. Wow. Boo. Well, we got second half. Sorry, man. That was the right. It was the right look. They needed a forty-four point second half to get there. Yeah, I don't have the game on. I'm just watching a. I'm just watching a score app. Yeah. Well, that's it for 
free agency. <clears throat> we are going to you know what we're going to do next week early, just because I hate. It's like Masters. how we did the. Yeah, we're gonna do Masters on Monday. Oh, nice. because I hate doing it on Wednesday. It doesn't oh, have any time to couldn't, breathe. Just couldn't agree more. Let's. We're gonna do Masters on Monday. I got someone lined up to come talk, process with us, go over some stuff. Obviously, I'll be talking Masters during the week on Brown Bag Bets. I'll get into the Valero Open yet tomorrow too. So, a lot of golf to be played before we head to Augusta. But uh, yeah, thanks for the hang. Yep, everybody. We'll catch you uh, later this week. We'll probably let's let's do a guest Wednesday. Who knows? All right, let's do it. Can't wait. This game's not fouling yet. Four seconds. They're gonna foul. They took a timeout. If they foul down six with like four seconds and push the eight, that's gotta meltdown city, man. No, it, it. I think it just went final. Yeah, it is six point yeah. game call. Oh.